0: Welcome to Stories in the Dark, a podcast about strange and creepy things. Come listen to the dark. Hello everyone. This week's episode is called Out for Blood. A retired demon with a taste for blood is lured out of hiding in this week's Tale of Darkness. And now, a word for one of our patrons, Amy. Thank you for joining our Narcissist tier on Patreon, Amy, and you'll be featured in an upcoming episode of Stories in the Dark. Haunted by her past, Daniela doesn't want to kill any more. She just wants to hide in an unknown corner, sharpen her claws, and chat with the delivery boy once a month. But when the delivery boy goes missing, she has to decide if the mystery of his disappearance is worth exposing herself to the world again. Out for Blood is an Outer Demon story. If you haven't already, make sure to listen to The Corpse Taker and Mr. Vale meets Alice, as they are the first two in the series. As always, if you're enjoying our podcast, please remember to click 5 stars on iTunes for your review and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode of Stories in the Dark. Daniela taps her claws on the wooden table one to ten and ten to one She sharpened them just that morning and they leave little holes in the surface of the table holes and splinters splinters with holes He is late He is never late but now He is days and days again late. She doesn't even know his name. The boy who brings her supplies every month. Supplies that are freeze-dried and practical. Sometimes he brings the occasional fresh and wet thing for her. She likes fresh things. And so Daniela who likes fresh things, but does not much like people, stays inside and climbs the walls and rations her food and the water that dribbles from the tanks. She counts all the things, seven by three, and then she climbs around some more. The walls have little holes and splinters, too but they are not made of wood. More days pass and still the boy does not come. Daniela is worried now. She calls the service that sends the boy. They are polite. They apologize. The boy is gone, they say. He disappeared as boys do. They had overlooked her order, or maybe someone had canceled it. Would she like another courier? They would send someone out as soon as they could make arrangements, but it might take a few days to get out to where Daniela lives. She agrees, not much caring about the supplies, and ends the connection. She looks around. She can survive a few more days, a week if she must. That isn't what worries her, after all. She has survived much worse than a little hunger. No, she is worried about the boy. What could have happened to him? She draws an old symbol on the table with one of her claws. An old symbol from a place and a time long behind her. She thinks about drinking coffee with the boy, him telling her stories of the worlds he's seen. The only human she could stand talking to, and she still only ever let him stay for such a short time every month. Daniela makes up her mind. She opens the wardrobe and pulls on pants and a top the color of the night sky. They match her perfectly and they move with her skin. A cloak with a hood will help hide what she is. Maybe she can even pass for a human, especially with gloves on her hands. Daniela stops and stares at the wall. She tilts her head one way, and then the other. Her eyes hold the heart of a dying star. And she reaches out, twists time, and pulls back her whip. She hasn't seen it in centuries, but it is still as dangerous as ever. She's sworn never to use it again. She hopes she won't need it, but a part of her, a part of her wants an excuse to use it. She strokes it lovingly before she clips it behind her back and runs a hand over her head, trying to tame her hair, standing up proudly like a living flame. Hopefully anyone she sees won't notice. They'll just think it's cosmetic. She keeps a small ship tucked away behind her asteroid. It's small and fast and expensive, and she'd planned on letting it rot back there, just like her. Planned on rotting away in obscurity out in this nowhere sector of space. But something is wrong, and she must go find her delivery boy. Daniela gets in her little ship and has it take her from nowhere to somewhere. As soon as she steps off the ship and into the busy city, on a world so far from her own, she knows this is a terrible idea. There are people everywhere. She can smell them. The blood pounding in their veins is deafening even as they shout and eat and do whatever it is people do so noisily. She tries not to picture their blood spilling everywhere. She's not a killer anymore she's not but these people are kind of annoying she buys something grilled on a stick from one of the food carts scattered around she asks for it rare and bloody It's almost good, and she eats it as she walks up to the building that houses the people who sent her the boy. Still chewing, she tosses the stick into a bin and pushes open the cool glass doors to walk inside. Her hair sizzles in the crisply chilled air, which for some reason... Smells like apricots. The young man at the front desk looks startled as she approaches him, but a polite smile stretches across his mouth anyway. Daniela doesn't smile. It never helps. People usually take it the right way and then they start screaming. I'm looking for my courier, she says. The young man looks confused. I'm Daniela, and my delivery boy has disappeared. Do you know where he is? A momentary frown, and then his smile is back, tighter this time. He disappeared. It looks like we're sending a shipment with another courier, ma'am. She stretches her hands, but the gloves remind her to be still. She forces them back to rest at her sides. Are boys really disappearing here? Where do they go? she asks him. He doesn't answer her. She locks her eyes on him and he falls into them. Where do they go? She asks again. And this time he tells her everything he knows. He wets himself and doesn't notice. So she follows the rumors that he gave her, and she goes to the hidden club in the sky. There are no lights, no neon, nothing to show it is there. There are no landing pads, no doors, but that can't stop Daniela. When she walks in, she knows. She knows the kind of place it is. It is a place where children disappear and people pay a lot of money to do terrible things. She knows exactly the kind of people who run these places, and even worse, the kinds that go to them. Daniela tries to ignore everything around her as she hunts the corridors and rooms looking for him. She tells herself this isn't her problem. She tries to ignore how much this reminds her of the place she came from, where people were more like her, and there was always so much killing. But it doesn't make sense. Her courier is older than a child. She can tell he's not here. Not anymore. But she keeps going anyway. There is always something to find. The sounds have her on edge. There are too many people, too many awful things, too much pain and too many memories. She takes off her gloves and flexes her fingers. She runs her tongue over her teeth. They are so sharp sharp and hungry. Someone makes the mistake of grabbing her arm and she rips out his throat with her claws. He falls and his blood sprays on the walls. The smell of it and the sight of the fresh, wet meat push her too far over the edge. And her eyes turn red in the black with her lust. Daniela gets out her whip and goes to work. It is edged in stardust, and between that and her black diamond claws, she leaves a trail of bodies and a spray of blood behind her. She climbs the walls and drops from the ceiling, and she is dead death all over as she kills and kills again her hair crackles with demon fire as she kills everyone she sees everyone but the children she tells them to run and they do they know finally she gets to the heart of this terrible place A door behind a door that has a familiar scent. It is not his. It is not the boy's, although he has been here too. It's the smell of an old evil that had visited her home, her true home, long ago she opens the door behind the door and steps inside cautiously but there is no one in the room she snaps her whip and flicks the blood from it and puts it away and then she licks her claws clean one to ten and then ten to one her tail stirs behind her back but she doesn't need it now There is a desk in the middle of the room. It is empty except for a single piece of paper. Daniela reaches out and twists her fingers through time and watches as a familiar figure drops the piece of paper on the desk. He's holding the boy by the hand. He turns and winks at her as if he knew exactly where she'd be standing. He knew exactly when she would come. And then he pulls the boy into a shadow, and they are gone. After watching it a few times to be sure, Daniela walks up to the desk and picks up the paper. Welcome back, Daniela. I've taken the boy, feel free to come and get him, and it was signed by Mr. Vale.